Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, as always, and we have another fun conversation coming up. My guest today is an instructor and organizer based out of Naples, Florida, but he was born and raised in Buenos Aires, Argentina. He has trained with a number of masters, including Carlos Hidalgo, Celia Blanco, Gustavo Navera, Fabian Salas, and many others. In addition to tango, he has also trained in Graham Contemporary Dance and Parallelism Dance Technique at the National School of Dance in Buenos Aires. Like several other interviewees on this program, today's guest also taught at the renowned CITA, Congreso Internacional de Tango Argentino, in 2015. Also in 2015, he performed and also choreographed dance sequences for the opera tango show Maria de Buenos Aires and Opera Tango, which took place at the Wang Opera Center in Naples. He's been a part of many other big tango events, including performances, TV appearances, and international tours, and it's great to have him on the show today. And with me now is Pablo Repun. Pablo, great to have you on the podcast, and thanks so much for taking the time to speak to me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay, Pablo, if you could take us back maybe close to the beginning of your tango journey. So could you describe the moment, or maybe the moments, could have been more than one, when you knew you wanted tango to be a big part of your life? Yes. I studied uh, many, many years ago music mm-hmm. and physical education, and I taught uh, many different um, elementary schools, mm. music. Mm-hmm. And I studied physical education for four years. Mm-hmm. So always, I, I, you know, for me, what I like the most is to teach. Okay. And that's, I knew it uh, from the beginning. In 1994, uh, I was traveling with an ex-girlfriend to mm. Central America. I met a couple, and they were doing tango in Costa Rica. And mm. I was already teaching in Buenos Aires in three different places, tango. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was tango in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, for 30 days. Mm-hmm. I used to teach music in four different schools in Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. but I earned much more money in 30 days than... The, the whole year in teaching music. Ah. So I say, oh, maybe I need to choose this because I love travel, mm-hmm. travel, and I love um, tango. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be this way. So what was your very first dance like at a milonga while you were learning tango? The thing is, at the time when I was learning tango, mm-hmm. only were a few milongas in Buenos Aires. Oh, right. So I remember we used to go to Paracultural, mm-hmm. we used to go to La Verdulería, mm-hmm. and we used to go to, uh, which is why uh, right now is Grisel, used to be a, a basic unit, and um, were only a few places where you can dance tango, but oh. uh, I love it. I remember... I used to take classes with a um, very little place, like a performing art center close mm. to my house, like two blocks, Okay. very small, and the class was very, very bad. Oh. But after the class, everybody went to have uh, a drink and, and sing, and maybe somebody said uh, a poem, so I, I, I love the Bohemia. Mm. And the teacher who was teaching there took me as uh, his assistant. Mm. So he took me to this, uh, for me, it was like, a, you know, I was very young, I was like a dark places, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't know, you know, older people 
can have so much fun. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't any longer that places, but, you know, were like a, a mix of music. Mm-hmm. And from there, I went to these few tango places, and I love it. I just love it. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, can meet, you can meet a lot of people, um, you know, different cultures. Uh, I just love it. So yeah, tango is something you you really really loved. So back then in, in Buenos Aires, the, in the '90s, right, there weren't very many yeah. places to dance, and that that's changed. It's just sort of exploded all around all around the world now. And, and so now, a lot of the people listening to the podcast, they are uh, many of them are new to to tango, and. They're just starting to come to milongas. They might not quite be comfortable yet. So what advice would you have for those beginning tango dancers on how to become more comfortable at, at, at their first few milongas? Always I say uh, be patient because, you know, everybody, you know, I was there. Everybody mm-hmm. was there. Yeah, didn't know much. And, uh, and it's a slow process, but you can enjoy the... the you can enjoy the process, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we are not in a hurry to learn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people go to the milongas for different reasons. Right. You know, for, you know, to socialize, to connect with the others, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you are looking for a girlfriend or boyfriend. Right. Um, you know, so many different things. But it's, uh, or just have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the reason you go, just take it easy. Because really it's a slow process and also it's, you know, when I was on my 20s and I I began doing this, I I, I was so different than today, mm-hmm. right? So my, you know, I was looking for a girlfriend at that time. <laughs> uh, I didn't care much about the tango, mm-hmm. uh, and and I was okay as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that. I mean, a lot of other other interviewees have said the same thing. This, yeah, it's it's social. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Uh, I remember myself, and, and I'm sure some other people listening might know that uh, you know when I first started dancing, I was just trying to dance as much as possible until someone said, "No, no, no, just relax and socialize." And you know. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I have a theory of that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can see people who who began uh, learning tango the first two or three years. Uh, you know, you want to show all what you know and do so many steps. Mm-hmm. And people who really, you know, for me, people who dance really, really well, they don't need to show much, mm. you know, uh, because they know who they are yeah. already. You know, and they made a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you were learning, Pablo, and as you become became more experienced, what is some really good advice or some really good lessons you've learned from other teachers you've studied with? You know, I I took so many classes yeah. and always. I, you know, I live in Naples, Florida, but mm-hmm. when I go to Buenos Aires, I try to take more classes. Um, anytime when I invite guest teachers to to teach here in Naples, mm-hmm. uh, I take the classes uh, and I love it. That, that's what I like about tango, right? It's endless. Yeah. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. you, you can learn forever. Right. And, and I think because we don't have, everybody has their own book, mm-hmm. you can learn from everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Always I... I say, somebody say, oh, this is wrong, uh, leave, because that's not right. Nothing is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this, so many different theories, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so many different techniques, and so many different everything, embraces, styles, mm-hmm. uh, everything. 
Yeah. So you can, you, you, you know, on this process, you're going to choose whatever is more convenient to you or, or uh, who you are as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah, so you you started off dancing in, in Buenos Aires. Now you live in Naples, Florida. So for, for students out there who are really getting into tango and they would like to make a trip to Buenos Aires, what, what are some differences between dancing in, say, the United States at a milonga there versus at a milonga in, in Buenos Aires? <laughs> you know, um, you dance as you are, right? And mm-hmm. our Argentinian culture is different yeah. than American culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, no better, no worse, just different. Yeah. And I think we are more, uh, we express emotional more like, a, you know, you know, Argentina is uh, Buenos Aires, especially mm-hmm. is the second country who does the most therapy. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's a reason for that because mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, we like to express ourselves. We like to talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And not because we have um, a specific problem. No. If you are middle class, usually you go to therapy, you have psychoanalysis for years. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have a specific problem, but... In general, it's part of your, it's, it's part of our culture. Mm. Always we say, if you don't go to the psychologist and mm. you are middle class, you have a problem. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's, you know, we are more, uh, we kiss, uh, you know, we express more, like a, more mm. embrace, more mm-hmm. kisses, more, we, we, we show more, more from our feelings. That's ah. my theory. You know, okay. I'm, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 fun because a, you know, a lot of uh, people who want to go, I thought it'd be nice to to you know if you had some words of advice to prepare us for <laughs> for going to, to Buenos Aires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but socially it's very similar. I think in Buenos Aires we use a little more close embrace because mm-hmm. the places are more crowded. Okay, but and and we are more like you know it's like we have our traditional right in many mm-hmm. in many different places it has to be this way okay here you know i play um, i have a milonga mm-hmm. here every saturday mm-hmm. and people ask me all the time oh uh, play more new tango play more this and, and i say well, yes why not okay but you know it's um, in buenos aires are more uh, mostly the places are more traditional right ah, okay the most popular places yeah okay so we talked about uh, advice that you've gotten from Teachers, what are some things that you've learned from your own students? Oh, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> I think it's, it's it's back and forth uh, mm-hmm. the learning process. You know, mm-hmm. I I uh, I've been teaching since '93, mm-hmm. and you know, I thought I have one way to teach, but you know, I I change. Uh, my way so many times because uh, you know we we change all the time as well. Yeah, we change all the time. Right? We are mutants and we change all the time. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand really people come to learn for many different reasons. Yeah, as well, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. going to the milonga or going to learn uh, technique or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes from different reasons. Some mm-hmm. people don't care much about the technique; they go just for the workout. Ah. Or for the embrace, mm-hmm. or, or for you know to learn sequences or steps, or doing shows, or or feel more secure, or many different reasons, yeah. many many different reasons. So so I think our our job is to listen what they asking for. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes they don't, they don't tell. Uh, oh, I want this, I want that, I want that. But yeah. you have to to be open, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be open, right? 
Yeah. So after working with so many students, Pablo, what are what are some common things you notice that might hold back our tango learning? Really, I don't know. I think everybody has their own time. It's their own process. Mm-hmm. And and you know my my feeling or my my wish about what I feel about tango is oh I wanna you learn you know musicality mm-hmm. and connect with with your partner yeah. and these kind of things right but mm-hmm. again at the end of the day is what everybody has their own persona and they're mm-hmm. looking again for different reasons yeah so for me whatever whatever you're looking for mm-hmm. is okay. You know, I I don't judge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, I see people, you know, especially here because they never went to Buenos Aires to Mm -hmm. a traditional milonga. Some people, they they do, you know, a lot of, like a tango show, right? Like like jumps and and things like that. Right. And, you know, I I advise, but I don't complain. Because (laughs) you do whatever you want. Meanwhile, you don't kick anybody, that's fine. That's right. It's good. Don't as long as you don't kick anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, just a really quick question about about musicality. So for students who are, uh, I guess, still relatively new to tango, and they start understanding the music or, or start wanting to understand the music a little more, uh, how do you start teaching them about musicality? Always, I explain. You know, the difference. Tango is four by four, and I mm-hmm. explain a little bit that. And from there, I, you know, I compare with waltzes and milonga. Mm-hmm. And we work with this type of music. You know, I do some exercises. And after I play with a traspier, which is our syncopation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, first, before I teach musicality, first we have to learn the basics. Yeah. Right? To, first we have to, to know how to walk. Mm. And from there, I teach musicality. Okay, so Pablo, you have done many performances as well at the Opera Center there in, in Naples. So what was your very first performance like? <laughs> oh, that was, uh, oh, I, uh, I, that was 19, I remember very well, okay. very well. That was 1994, mm. and I, uh, I got a play in one, uh, it, it was a tango play. Oh, I was a mess. I made so so many uh, mistakes and yeah. oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but you know, live and learn. And uh, always, I had fun to mm-hmm. talking about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That that was yes. And I I remember with that um, company we used to dance on gels mm-hmm. for the inmates as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, that was that was very very interesting. Yeah, and in ninety, and yes, that was in ninety four. And in ninety five, mm-hmm. I went to Costa Rica. So mm-hmm. I there in, in that month, I did shows in different places, mm-hmm. and I thought I knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I still I have the, that video. So oh yo, yo. Yeah. but you know that that was fun and. Mm-hmm. You know, every time when you see yourself, is you know, uh, at least me, I don't like much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people feel that way too. I, I certainly feel that way. If I videotape myself dancing just so that I could yeah. see, yeah, oh my gosh, it's very humbling. <laughs> but very useful too, but very humble. Humbling. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So do you also teach your students how to perform if, if they want to? 
You know, if they want to, yes. Mm -hmm. if, if they want to, yes. You know, maybe they have. Some people come because they have, you know, their wedding or their uh, mm -hmm. quinceañeras or yeah. things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And some people, they want to go to compete somewhere in the tango competition somewhere. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. there are few. No, not uh, mostly don't. Okay. Yeah, what what advice do you have for for looking good during a performance? In your experience, relax. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you if you can relax and also has to be has to be. I am I wanna be fifty three. Mm -hmm. So a few months ago I did a show uh, and I was the who hired the other teacher and organized everything. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I was the older couple. Mm. We were the older couple and um. And, and it's different the way you dance on your 20s, on your 30s, on your 40s. Mm -hmm. uh, depends where you are. I don't, me having more than 50, you know, I go, I do everything on the floor mm -hmm. or, or I improvise more. You know, I, I, I think it's, for me, it doesn't look very well if I try to do uh, many different tricks. <laughs> uh, Mm -hmm. You know, because it's a time to do that, right? Yeah, when yes. you are on your 20s, your 30s, and mm -hmm. maybe beginning of 40s, that's fine. But, mm -hmm. you know, I'm changing, so mm -hmm. my time is changing as well. Mm. Yeah, that's the great thing about tango. I mean, you, you're never you're never too old. <laughs> for, for you're never too old, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. when you see, you know, I always... I go to see tango shows, and mm -hmm. I'm, I, I get tired to see, you know, all... All the couples are in the twenties doing a lot of tricks. At the beginning, I say, "Wow!" Mm -hmm. Second song, I say, "Wow!" Third song, I say, "Oh, here again." Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> it's, it's nice to have a mix mm -hmm. and see, you know, all the couples doing uh, more things on the floor, which is great as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I like how, how you said that, you know, you, you have to know what you want out of tango. And I think as we get older, I'm getting older too, I feel that, you know, as I mature, my dancing kind of matures with me. And so it, it sort of stays with you instead of like in other yeah. sports where you can't play anymore after you're in your 30s, you know, like you were when you were 20s. But tango, it's not like that. It, it, it comes with you. <laughs> so. Yes, 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 mm. definitely yes. So... Pablo, I've always I've heard there's always something new to learn when it comes to tango. Maybe not necessarily a new step, but uh, maybe a new idea, a new concept, or a new way of looking at things. So even though you've had so much experience and so many adventures in, in tango, is there something new about the dance that you've learned maybe recently or over the last few years? I, I don't know how to define that, but okay. definitely changing. Mm -hmm. I go to Argentina every year. I take students every year. We go to the Tango Congress and we do, you know, the, mm -hmm. the Tango Tour. Yeah. And so every year I try to see a show or when, you know, when a company comes to Florida, I try to see uh, if I can, you know, go to see them. Mm -hmm. And I think definitely every tango is changing all the time because mm. the society is changing. Oh. Right? Yeah. You know, when when... And at the beginning, you know, tango came from the, the ports, mm -hmm. uh, the, los puertos, and mm -hmm. they say, right? Yes. So, you know, it was the different way how they used to walk. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the society is changing and we are more accelerated. And depends, depends. I think your tango depends where you live, right? Mm -hmm. Besides, 
where you are, it depends where you live as well. Mm-hmm. If you live in a quiet place, your your tango is gonna be you you you're gonna show that mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, society changes, and that that causes a tango to change as well. Yeah, that 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 makes yeah. a lot of sense. So, just just out of curiosity, since you started tango until now, what are what are some changes you've noticed? in terms of the way people dance? Is it, a, it perhaps in the embrace? Oh, or? So, ma- so many, because mm. I began the beginning of the 90s, mm-hmm. and we used to dance tango salon, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I think um, tango milonguero style came after that oh. for us. Okay. Yes. And of course, new tango came uh, at that time, right? Mm-hmm. 90, 90 some. Right. 90 596 mm. at that time came new tango for us so mm-hmm. uh, everything is changing and after I saw here swango and you know yeah. so many different um, I don't know how to call it but you know I <laughs> yeah. think it's evolving somehow mm-hmm. and really really I think it's always you know I have my uh, I used to like a lot uh, as, as couples Roberto Herrera and Vanina. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Miguel Soto and Milena Plebs. Mm-hmm. And if you see the couples right now, mm-hmm. uh, who are doing, uh, who are very, very strong, are so different, mm-hmm. the, the style than them. Yeah. Okay, so Pablo, how do you keep challenging yourself? <laughs> Always I try to do a new thing. I just made uh, a short film. Mm. And so that was a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. I, I am a, a soccer lover. Right? Oh. I, I love uh, football, mm-hmm. and I so I just you you can watch on internet nine tango. Mm-hmm. We just made it, and it's uh, it's a theory I have. The same, right? You are on uh, you play on the soccer field. Mm-hmm. Uh, the position that as shows your personality, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's the same as tango, right? Yeah. When you dance tango, you show your personality. Mm-hmm. So the first short film is about the number nine, mm-hmm. which is the most egotistic mm-hmm. one, right? We just think about himself who, who scores. The mm-hmm. number nine is the, the, mm-hmm. the player who scores all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the reason we call it Nine Tango, because it's about everything is about him. <laughs> yeah. oh, very interesting. All right. So, Pablo, where do we find out more about you online? Pablo Repun. Mm-hmm. tango.com okay Pablo are you also on Facebook I am on Facebook as well yes okay good. The same. great great okay so I'll have your website and also your Facebook on their show notes when the uh, when the podcast is uploaded okay well Pablo thank you so much again for taking the time I know you're really busy but it's great to to meet you and to hear from you my my parents actually live in Naples so I will probably visit oh, really? them yeah so I'll come visit them yeah. and I'll be sure to come to your uh, come to your milonga <laughs> yes we have um, a, a small community but very very nice great very nice good good yes. yeah so you have a milonga Saturdays Every Saturday. Every yes. Saturday. Okay, great. So I'll probably meet you in person um, quite soon then. <laughs> that's right. great. Good, good. That's great. And, I, and uh, we are going to go to Madison. Oh, that's right. July. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I saw that. I saw that coming up. So, yeah, well, definitely I'll see you in, in Florida and you'll see me up here in Madison. So that'd be great. <laughs> super, yeah. super. Yeah. Okay, Pablo, thank you again so much. And, oh, thank um, you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to, to meeting you in person very soon.
Me too. Me too. <laughs> okay. All right. Hasta okay. luego. Thank you. Hasta luego. Gracias. Okay. Pablo is an interesting guy. What I love about interviewing tango teachers is that they have such diverse personalities. Some teachers express their love for tango in a more intense fashion and others who are just as passionate have a more easygoing nature. And I gotta say, I really like Pablo's laid-back persona. I like how he's in tune with the many reasons why people learn tango. And those reasons can change over time as people's tango goals change. And I like how Pablo, as a teacher, possesses the flexibility to adapt to a student's changing needs. And I also like how Pablo mentioned about tango changing with us as we get older. When it comes to many other physical activities or sports, like soccer or American football, uh, gymnastics or powerlifting, for instance, there's usually a peak while we're in our 20s. But fortunately for us, tango is not like that. You can be really good at tango regardless of your age. Sure, while you're in your 40s or 50s or 60s, you're probably not going to do some of the same exhausting moves that a 25-year-old can pull off. But there are plenty of really good-looking steps you can do when you're older. And to expand on Pablo's point, I'd say there are some steps you can only do and understand when you're older because many things about tango connection and technique come more easily only after we've had some life experience. So, there's another reason why sticking with tango is a good choice. It doesn't have to be something that you used to do. So thank you, Pablo, for sharing your thoughts and for your time. And a big thank you to all you listeners for supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me for any reason, just send an email to wisconsintango at gmail.com. Once again, that's wisconsintango, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you could take about 20 seconds to pop on over to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever it is that you're listening and leave me a five-star rating and or review, that would be a great help and it makes this podcast more easy to find. Okay, that's it for today. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>